Okay, you guys, here we go. Episode number eight. And I'm really excited about this one because we get to talk about one of my favorite topics, which is goals. So I have a question for you. What's the biggest, scariest running goal that you could set for yourself? Seriously, think about it for a second. This was what I asked myself when I was trying to pick a goal for 2021. I've mentioned it before, but in order to give you just a little bit of context, back in 2019, I had a pretty epic year personally. I did a three-day stage race and beat my time from the previous year by a pretty decent amount. I did the Barkley Fall Classic and lived to tell the tale, and I finally finished a sub 30-hour 100-mile race. 2020 was scheduled to be another really awesome year with some new and different races, but then things shifted and ultimately I took all of 2020 off from running. All my races got canceled, well, I guess with the exception of the virtual race across Tennessee, but I basically walked that entire thing. So I just took the time to walk, hike, and run when I felt like it and focused on recovering from 2019. So when it came time to start thinking about what I wanted to accomplish in 2021, I had to approach my goal setting process a little differently. My big goal for 2019 was to complete 100 miles. And yeah, I did it. But up until that point, running 100 miles had been my big scary goal for about mm, three years. So that begged the question, now what? (laughs) That's when I began asking myself, What's the new big and scary goal that I could set for 2021? I thought about it for a long time and I finally settled on a goal. Any guesses? Maybe I should insert a little drum roll here. I don't know. (laughs) So my goal for 2021 is to complete a sub 24 hour 100 miler. Now, you might be wondering why I didn't choose to go up the next level and try for like 200 miles. And I could have, but in my opinion, that wasn't going to be a smart choice based on the fact that I had taken all of the previous year off. But not to worry, that's on the agenda for the future. I wanted to pick something that I could be relatively sure I would be able to do this year. And given the current situation, this seemed like the best and most viable option because I knew that as the, at the time that I made that decision, the race that I'm going to attempt it at is still on. So keep your fingers crossed. <laughs> For me, this is big and scary because it means I'll have to shave at least four hours off my previous 100 mile time. Yeah, you heard that right. Four hours. <laughs> that wasn't a glitch. <laughs> this is also big and scary because I have no idea if I'll be able to do this. Logically, this goal doesn't make any sense. Four hours is a lot of time. People work all year to shave minutes or even seconds off their times. So me wanting to shave hours is downright crazy. But for me, this is a big scary goal that I know is going to motivate me to do the work. I'll be honest though, there are days when I question my decision to make this my goal. Like, what am I doing? Who the hell do I think I am? Did you forget that you don't like sprinting? (laughs) This is just a sample of some of the thoughts that I've caught 
running through my head over the course of the past few weeks. So what does this mean for my training? Well, it means that I'll have to do some more tempo work and speed work, two things that, to be honest, I don't love. It also means that I'll have to be on top of my strength and mobility game, really focusing on keeping my body moving well and addressing any aches and pains as soon as they present themselves and really focus on not putting anything off. It also means that I'm going to have to work on my race strategy. The last couple of years, I've been pretty nonchalant about getting in and out of aid stations, not really taking my time, but not really rushing either. I knew that as long as I kept moving, that I could beat the time limit. But now that I'm going to be working with four less hours, I'll need to make up that time somewhere else. So as I dive into my training for this year, I'll keep you posted on how all these things are going and you can fully expect to hear some rants (laughs) about my distaste for tempo and speed work. And I just want to touch on this for a second. I'm sure that there are some of you out there that are thinking, If you don't like to run fast, (laughs) why did you set a goal that requires you to do this? Precisely. Yes, I set this goal to do something that is going to push me outside of my comfort zone because I've essentially spent the last year being pretty comfortable. So this goal needed to be something that was going to really push my buttons in order for me to be motivated to do the work. Back in 2019, when I was pushing hard to complete 100 miles, that was all I could think about every time I didn't want to do something. Like I would think to myself, well, if I don't do this, it could be the difference between hitting that goal and falling short. Do you really want to take that chance? And that's how I operate best. Having just that little bit of stress and uncertainty around whether or not I'll be able to do it. For some people, that's wholly unnerving and I get it. But I saw someone post in one of the Facebook groups that I'm in, it's running related Facebook group, about how she doesn't set any goals unless she knows that she can achieve them. Like, what is the point of that? Seriously. What's the point? If you know you can do it, in my mind, it's not a goal. It's an item on your to-do list. And that's not going to move you forward. To be fair, I haven't always been this aggressive when it comes to goal setting. And I used to really fear what would happen when I failed at achieving a running goal. But back in 2018, I did fail. I failed at achieving my goal of running 100 miles. But I'm going to let you in on a little secret. Nothing terrible happened. The world didn't implode and no one thought any less of me. When I think about this new goal, naturally what comes up in my mind is what happens if I don't make it, if I don't finish in under 24 hours. And I could come up with a list of, quite frankly, silly consequences like I'll be a failure at running, no one will take me seriously as a coach anymore, I'll be so ashamed. But the reality is those are just thoughts that I'm having and they're not representative of what's really going on. So what does happen if I don't make it in 24 hours? Nothing. Nothing happens except for the fact that I didn't hit the goal and I've got to try again. But here's the kicker, and this is what I really want you to hone in on. Even if I don't make this goal, 
I will have done so much work to get there and learned so much about myself along the way that that alone will be worth it. Will I be bummed out? Absolutely. Will it be the end of the world? No, it will not. It's all part of the process. The thing that you realize pretty quickly when you start to get into the world of ultras is that there is no end. There is no completion. There's no point at which you have arrived. It's all just part of the process of becoming and being a runner. When you're more in the mindset that you're competing with yourself and you're not concerned with what everyone else is doing, then it becomes about how far can you push yourself? What are your personal limitations and boundaries that you've kind of constructed and have been using as an excuse in the past to hold you back? What challenges can you set for yourself that will allow you to get real up close and personal with those limitations in order to break them up and get to a new level? (laughs) When I say it like that, it almost sounds like I'm talking about the next level in like Super Mario Brothers. (laughs) But that's actually a really good analogy. I I didn't get to play a lot of video games as a kid, but right now I've got this dots game on my phone and I play it sometimes to give my brain a break. And periodically my husband Adam will ask me what level I'm on. And I think right now, (laughs) I'm actually embarrassed to say, I think I'm at level like 2600. Yeah, 2600. (laughs) And there's no end in sight. I beat a level and the next one pops up. They they just keep coming. And the same thing can be true of running goals. You accomplish one and the next one pops right up. They just keep coming. And it's up to you whether you accept the challenge and keep going or you just stay where you're comfortable. So yeah, <laughs> I'm going to get real uncomfortable this year and see what happens. So that's my goal for 2021, and that's the lens through which I'll be filtering all of my decisions going forward. Is it going to help move me closer to or further away from my goal? It's as simple as that. I'm looking forward to sharing this process with you here, so stay tuned for more rants about speed. (laughs) So now I'm curious to know what your big and scary goals are for this year. Hit me up on Instagram at findyourultra or drop me an email and let me know. Now, some of you might have noticed the change in music at the beginning of the show. Hopefully it didn't throw you for a loop, but every so often I'm going to switch things up. So I hope that you enjoy this new beat and I'll see you all soon.